0: What's going on, everybody? Paul Bissonnette here from the Spit and Chicklets podcast and now the TNT broadcast. I just want to give everybody a shout out and make sure you tune in to the ML Sports Platter.
1: The ML Sports Platter is back with you all over the major platforms like Spotify, Google, Apple, Stitcher, Deezer. Make sure you download, subscribe, leave feedback, and a five-star review. We are brought to you by BetOnline. There might be less football being played, but BetOnline has way more stuff to bet on this playoff season all over the board in sports. And you can obviously use our promo code BELIEVE to get started. That's BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V. And with the new year, now what about a month and change in, a lot of new updated desktop and mobile website features. Sign up today and receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE to get started B L E A V from basketball to boxing to UFC to hockey. The best in the business is Bet Online. Use our code BELIEVE, Bet Online, where the game starts. We are also brought to you in part by Barks and Rec Doggy Daycare. Burton Ace Hardware, Rosie's Corner, and our great friends over at the Vincigara Consulting Group. Log on today. No matter where you live, you can learn a whole heck of a lot from Scott and his team in terms of how to be a better leader both personally and professionally. vcgtransforms.com. That's vcgtransforms.com. Let's celebrate Mike Shashevsky. And it's crazy because I'm recording this just after Virginia beat Duke with a three-pointer, uh, that kid Beekman uh, in the final seconds. All I could see was, you know, that that inbound, and I'm like, oh my gosh, is this going to be a replay of when they beat Syracuse in the tournament uh, the year before, conference tournament uh, with Beekman hitting a, a game winner? And uh, sure enough, you know, Virginia drew up the great play, uh, the right play, and um, hit the three-pointer in the final couple seconds, and uh, Virginia snuck out of Cameron Indoor with a huge win over Duke, uh, obviously, to keep their NCAA tournament hopes uh, going. But um, th- this podcast is going to be just a, a complete and utter uh, appreciation of uh, a guy who's, um, you know, hanging it up at the end of this year and, and has been one of the great coaches uh, in any sport, uh, at any level, uh, college or pro. Uh, you could make probably, I think, an argument um that Mike Krzyzewski is the greatest men's basketball coach of all time. I understand John Wooden. I understand what the numbers are. I understand the national championships and all that. But it was other than, I think, freshmen not being allowed to play, um, you know, during some of those years, which was just, you think about that today and like Carmelo Anthony with Syracuse in 2002, 2003, or Zion with Duke or, I mean, there's so many different instances, you know, all those guys at Kentucky, there's so many instances where you think about it and go, man, could you imagine a freshman couldn't play? Even in college football, I mean, look at, you know, Ricky Williams, Reggie Bush, Johnny Manziel, I mean, you know, good, great, Tim Tebow, Cam Newton, could you imagine like those kind of players not being able to play, you know, their first year? But really other than that, um, you know, it, it was an easier era to win in, um, you didn't have these expanded conferences. You didn't have as much travel. Um, you know, you didn't have um, the expanded tournament. Um, there were a lot of factors. A lot of uh, competition. Uh, it, it, it happens now where, you know, we've seen the last 15 or so years, you know, we've seen 16 years. We've seen VCU go to a Final Four. We've seen Loyola Chicago come onto to the national landscape. We've seen Butler go to a couple. We've seen George Mason go to a Final Four. So, um, you know, it's way, way, way deeper. Um, You know, the UCLA Dynasties, whether it was Walton or Alcindor leading the way, you know, those teams were so stacked that, um, you know, and and generally speaking, if you don't believe this, go look at the numbers, but that really, 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 really long win streak, you know, that they put together, um, that never happens today. I mean, I, 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 it would never happen. Um, and, you know, I mean, you think about from 1971 to 1973, it's an 88 game winning streak, 88. And, you know, through those games, there was a, obviously a, you know, a, a huge sort of, uh, I would say discrepancy between UCLA and, and many other teams, not just power teams, but you know, teams down the line a little bit. Um, you know, you'd you'd never be able to pull that off. Um, you know, in 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 today's day and age, I mean, eighty eight games over the course of you know two three seasons, it, it's 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 insane. I mean, a thousand eighty four days. That's you know, that's just under three years. You know, um, and by the way, I I found this number longer than the terms of seven U.S. presidents. It would include three national championship games and victories over 45 different schools, including 15 who today own national titles themselves. So, um, just really a you know a mind-boggling situation. You would never see it in in today's game. Um, too much depth and parity and all the rest. The thing is with Mike Shishovsky, though, compared to John Wooden, is with all those challenges and the things that I mentioned with why it's harder to win today uh, than in that era. You know, Mike Krzyzewski is also, on top of that, Mike Krzyzewski is also really, really, really uh, adapted to the college game. If you rewind the clock back to the early 90s, and you remember the terrific back-to-back teams that won championships, um, you know, Grant Hill, Christian Leitner, right? Like Brian Davis, Thomas Davis, Bobby Hurley. Um they won back to back, but there were, you know, they were obviously together all the time. And Coach K wanted to continue that. Even when the one and done came onto the horizon with Kobe Bryant and company, he still wanted to go out and get guys who he could have at his program for three, four years. He wanted, you know, the Duke way. We gotta have people here, we gotta play team basketball and defense, we gotta have guys for a long time. That's how you win. But then the game really, really changed hardcore. And he had no choice but to draft or to recruit, pardon me you know, the Elton Brands of the world, knowing that maybe down the line here, just one year in, you know, he he's going to go. Uh, Kyrie Irving, I know Kyrie Irving broke, broke his foot, but, you know, there's another example. Zion Williamson, another example. Um, you know, not everybody is is the three, four-year player. Uh, and certainly as the age went on, Mike Krzyzewski, of course, adapted um, to pretty much everything that's gone on. Um, and, and look, the numbers are... Are absurd. Uh, as I record this, he's got a thousand one hundred eighty nine wins. Um, he's ninety seven and thirty in the NCAA tournament. He's got five national championships, twelve Final Fours, fifteen ACC tournament championships, twelve ACC regular season titles. Won College Coach of the Year, the Naismith version three times. Uh, and you know, look, he's in the Basketball Hall of Fame. He's in the College Basketball Hall of Fame, and all of those things, you know, speak on, 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 you know, for themselves. I mean, it's, it's just unbelievable. I mean, the numbers and everything that he's accomplished at Duke um, and he's been head coach at Duke for 40, you know, two years. And in 42 years, you know, if you tell somebody, Hey, you're going to go to a final four, um, one in every, you know, three and a half years, And you're going to win an ACC tournament uh, once every, uh, you know, just about three years. Uh, You're going to win uh, ACC regular season, uh, you know, once every three years and and, and change. You know, you're going to win a national championship one-fifth of the time. Um, Or, you know, what would that be? Five or or every eight years, I should say. Uh, I I think most people would sign up for that. (laughs) I really do. Um, and so as we look back on, and by the way, I can't wait for Ian O'Connor's book to come out on Mike Krzyzewski, uh, the biography, the, the definitive biography on Mike Krzyzewski, um, his, his impact also, you know, sort of, I think really goes beyond college basketball, um, with the USA basketball sort of thing, you know, um, You think about all the guys who, you know, pro and college players and all the rest who left USA Basketball, you know, went back to their respective teams and just kind of shared what Coach K taught them. Uh, LeBron James waxes poetic that Mike Krzyzewski is one of the best coaches he's ever had. Um, The USA scene where they won gold in Beijing in 08, you know, 2012 in London, uh, Rio de Janeiro in 2016. Remember. USA Basketball was kind of, you know, hitting a little bit of a wall. You know, the international competition was catching up. Uh, the U.S. had gotten upset in some some areas, right? Um, you know, and, and I just think it's, you know, a tremendous, you know, tremendous USA Basketball resume. I mean, if you looked at his USA Hoops resume, you might put him in the Hall of Fame just off of that, Right. 84 Los Angeles, part of that. 92 Barcelona, part of that. Unbelievable. Gold, gold. You know, he won the FIBA Americas Championship in 92 in Portland. People forget about that. People forget about the other FIBA World Championships he won as well. 2010 in Turkey, 2014 in Spain, and then bronze medals in 1990 and 2006, respectively, in Argentina and Japan. I mean, my God, when you go through those numbers and everything that takes place, uh, you know, through the years with all the the, the, the the wins and the titles and all that. I mean, you could almost say, hey, here's this career and here's that career, and you could have two different Hall of Fame careers with, with coaching, uh, just college basketball and then, um, you know, the USA scene uh, as well. And he's adapted to the game you know, learning more by being around other coaches. One thing I like about Mike Krzyzewski is, you know, these guys like Coach K and Nick Saban and all these other guys, they get to a point where they are so elite and they're all-timers and they're arguably the greatest of all time, although in Saban's case, I think it's him and it's not even close who's second. Um, but when you get up to a Phil Jackson, Red back, you know, Gino Auriemma, Mike Krzyzewski kind of level, um, you could easily, Nick Saban, you could easily say, yeah, I don't really need to listen to anybody else anymore, you know? I mean, come on. I got five national championships. I got, you know, over 1,100 wins. I got, I got all these ACC tournament titles, all these regular season championships. Who's going to tell me about coaching basketball? But you know what? Mike Krzyzewski has never done that. Nick Saban doesn't do that. You know, these guys are always sponges. They always want, and I've heard Coach K say this a million times before, you know, I'm always still learning. Guy's in two halls, halls of fame, you know, he's arguably the greatest men's basketball coach in college history. He has a 785 winning percentage, man. Like, he could easily say, I- I'm good. But instead, like, when he's around his buddy Jim Bayheim, like, Jim Beheim. Basically, taught him the zone. Coach K uses the zone a lot in his game. A lot of it is tailored towards the opponent. Sometimes they switch off, you know, man and zone, is net that, where Syracuse basically plays all the zone all the time, no matter if there's, you know, 12, 15 three-pointers that are reigning. And certainly the 2-3 zone defense is extremely difficult uh, in the tournament because a lot of people don't prepare for it. Mike Sheshewski has adapted to the game. He adapted to the one and one and dunce. You know, for for the longest time, um, you know, there were a lot of other programs that said no way to one and done, and then you had to change. You know, Allen Iverson at Georgetown comes to mind, right? Like, there were other players through the years at Duke. Uh, I mentioned Elton Brand. You know, Zion Williamson, plenty of those kind of players. Um, you know, who have who have come on the scene, and you know, next thing you know, it's, you know, well. In order for us to stay up with the Joneses, we've got to be able to, you know, we got to be able to 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 keep keep working, you know, to to, to, to get one and done players um, to kind of fit fit the mold, um, you know, and we all know his history, you know, he he obviously, uh, you know, went to Army, uh, played under Bobby Knight, learned a lot there from him um and then you know he he coaches at army and uh you know he was discharged from active duty in 1974 with the rank of captain and uh, he was on night staff with indiana then one year later uh he returned to west point as head coach of army um and you know back then the nit was a really big deal he led them to an nit berth and a 73-59 and 59 record and then he went to duke and he was named head coach in March 18th of 1980, and, and make no mistake about it, this was not Duke uh, as we know Duke now. You know, this wasn't a program that he was taking over uh, you know, that was already a king in the college basketball circuit. This was a program that was kinda alright, you know. Um he had to have a couple rebuilding seasons. I mean, he went there and, and really started this thing anew. And all of a sudden, he and Duke became a fixture on the national basketball scene. 35 NCAA tournament berths in the past 36 years and 24 straight from 96 to 2019. It's the second longest current streak of tournament appearances behind Kansas, uh, which has appeared in the tournament in 30 straight seasons. And, you know, when you look at the overall landscape, again, taking his program to postseason play in 36 of his 39 years at Duke, and it's the most winning active coach in men's NCAA tournament play with a 97 and 30 record uh, for a 764 winning percentage. And then you tack on those, you know, 15 ACC championships, uh, 12 final fours, five national championships. You know, you, you keep going on and on and on with that. And then, you know, the resume just keeps getting longer and longer and longer because of the, you know, the impact in, 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 in the USA basketball circles and all the rest. And I actually thought that there was a time where Mike Krzyzewski would really play with the NBA Um, if you remember, uh, the NBA came calling a few times. The first time was in 1990. Um, he led Duke to their third straight final four appearance. Celtics offered a coaching position to coach K, but he declined the offer. The next season, Duke wins the first of two straight national championships. Um, God, those teams were good. Um, and in 94, he was pursued by the Trailblazers, chose to stay at Duke. 2004, he's interviewed by the Lakers following the departure of Phil Jackson, given a formal offer by the Lakers, GM Mitch Kupchak, reportedly for five years and $40 million in part ownership, and again turned down the NBA, wanted to be at Duke. 2010, the Nets were reportedly willing to pay Coach K between $12 and $15 million per season, but Coach K said no thanks. And then in 2011, People forget about this. He was offered the vacant coaching position for the Minnesota Timberwolves, but he again declined the offer and wanted to stay at Duke. So listen, head coaches, a lot of them are synonymous with their programs. They are superstars in their in their in their sport. And the big difference between Mike Sheshewski and Christian Leitner, or Carmelo Anthony and Jim Beheim, right? Or or whoever, is Eventually, whether it's one and done or all four years, players leave. Mike Krzyzewski has been at Duke for 42 years. You know, Jim Boeheim has been at Syracuse forever, right? I mean, forever. When you think about it, Um, you know, going back to 19... 76. I mean, you're, you know, you're dealing with, you know, 40, 45 plus years and then all the assistant stuff. I mean, it's pretty much five decades at Syracuse. Um, it's, it's pretty crazy. I mean, when you think about it, it's pretty crazy. And I just think that, man, how lucky are we, right? I mean, how lucky are we as college basketball people, you know to have followed these guys and and Coach K in particular, you know, um, with what he's brought to the game of basketball uh, at multiple levels, no question. Nobody knows Mike Shishovsky better than Jay Billis. Uh, he recently came on this program and talked about his relationship with Coach K when he met him and all that. Here's a clip from that interview. Jay Billis on Mike Shishovsky.
0: Yeah, it's kind of an odd feeling really like I can't list you, you know, top moments. Uh, it's like saying, what's the, you know, what's the top moment with your children or something or top moment, moments with your wife. It's a, you know, it's a collection of, of years of, of knowing somebody and being around them and uh, you know, for a number of years kind of in the trenches uh, together. Um, so it's, it's sort of the, the day-to-day stuff. And, and for me, you know, I met Coach K, who I met him at the same time I met Jim Bayhom when I was uh, 17 years old. Um, so I've known both those guys for that amount of time. Hmm. But who, who would have thought you'd have your coach still at your school for, know. Um, you know, 40 years? Wow. I, I never would have imagined that. I, I never fathomed it. Yeah. Um, so it's, uh you know, for me, like, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm 58 now. I'm not naive. I mean, I'm thinking about retiring. And, <laughs> you know, so you, you have a... Uh, <laughs> You know, you have a guy who's 75 years old or whatever Coach K is, and, uh, and of course, you know, it makes sense intellectually he, that, that he's going to hang it up. You knew that he, it was coming. You just didn't know exactly when. But, um, but it's still an odd feeling that I don't, you know, I can't remember. Um, I don't really remember a time in my adult life when he's not been the, the head coach at Duke. So um, it, it's kind of like when John Wood retired when I was a kid. You know, there'll be a void there. But the void will be filled. It won't be filled in exactly the same way, but it'll be filled. Um, But you just hope that, um, one, you hope that uh, he continues to – like. what I really hope for him is that he's enjoying this year Um, because there is some pressure that comes with his decision to coach another year and all the attention that comes with that about, you know, here's the last time he's going to put his socks on at at Clemson. You you, you don't want to get sappy about it we get down to the end I I don't know I I think it'll be much like Tom Brady retiring from uh from the NFL you know you'll go through all these retrospectives and you know with Tom Brady there's not one moment you pull out um it's a collection of of moments and a feeling that you have from uh admiring him for so long and and that's the way I feel with uh with coach K I I don't know that I could pull moments out there's just been too
1: many of them Before we move on with some more Mike Krzyzewski appreciation, I do want to tell you folks about our good friends over at NordVPN and Believe Podcast Network. Partnering up together, you can grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com slash believe, or use the code believe, B-L-E-A-V, that's B-L-E-A-V, to get up to 70% off your NordVPN plan plus one additional month for free. It's also risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guaranteed. A big time tip of the cap. Thank you as well to Masterworks with the partnership of Believe. What I'm about to say might shock you, but the greatest quarterback of all time is not just the GOAT on the field. He's a GOAT when it comes to investing as well. Stocks, crypto, and even art. And now you can invest like the goat with Masterworks. Masterworks is the investing platform that lets you buy shares representing an investment in art from icons like Picasso and others. Hey, go to masterworks.art slash believe. That's masterworks.art slash believe. See important disclosures at masterworks.io slash disclaimer. In fact, early investors already uh, received over 30% IRR in 2020 and 2021 from the sale of just two paintings. This is your opportunity to join 300,000 other members and invest like the goat, and you can get priority access with our game day promo over there at masterworks.art slash believe, that's masterworks.art slash believe, and again, important disclosures at masterworks.io disclaimer. A um, couple more thoughts on Coach K, you know, John Shire's taken over uh, as head coach of Duke, and, and they've already kind of, you know, the beat has gone on for them uh, already, uh, they have been uh, getting some major uh, commitments, uh, even with the Coach K departure. But when somebody like this leaves, it will never, in most cases, be the same. And I've grown up in Central New York. I've lived in Central New York the majority of my life. And it's going to be a weird day when Jim Bayheim isn't on the baseline. You can yell and scream all you want about, oh, he's old, you got to retire, time's up, all that stuff. But he's built the program, just like Coach K at Duke, to the point where he deserves to be able to walk away whenever he wants. And I just think that, you know, we've just been so lucky through the years. And I think in a weird way, life, life is crazy, right? Like a lot of times you're in, in an era and you, you every single night and, and week and month and year of 10 years of the greatest of all time, you sit there and go, okay, appreciate this, appreciate this, appreciate this. Cause someday it'll be gone. Appreciate this. Appreci-, and you just keep doing that and you do. But then when it is gone, you're like, oh my God, that went so fast. Even though like, I think, a lot of sports people try to remind themselves. Like I, I try to do that with the '90s Yankees so much. I'm like, oh my gosh, you know this group, and I miss that group, especially now. Um, but you know, I used to say to myself, "Gosh, this is unbelievable." Keep watching, keep. And I was glued to the TV, and I, you know, high school and college. And I mean, I when I was in when I was in college, you know, at Saint Bonaventure. I mean, the Yankees were in the World Series every single year. I was there. You know, they were in the World Series every year, 98, you know, 98-99 um, beat beat the, the Padres and the Braves. And then, well, 98-99, 99-2000, 2000-2001, 2001-2002, graduated in May. Obviously, that 2002, that fall upcoming, uh, they had lost to the Angels in the postseason who ended up going to win the World Series. But like all those World Series were, when I was in college, they were in the World Series every single year. You know, beat the Padres, beat the Braves, beat the Mets, lost to the Diamondbacks in a heartbreaker uh, in Game Seven. You know, just after nine eleven. So, um, you know, but I sat there in the moment. I'm like, oh, my, I appreciate, it, appreciate, it. and I and I tr- I've tried to do that with the Duke Syracuse games too, because being in the Carrier Dome for these games, and I I am dying to, to go to Cameron Indoor. Um, certainly, if I can ever get there, it'll be post Coach K, which would be a little weird, but he'll you know his name will be on the court forever. And um, but I I've seen some unbelievable, obviously Duke, um, Syracuse games, um, you know, in the Carrier Dome. I I mean, I remember that, that first year they played, I I think it was 2013, 2014. And, you know, it was, um, uh, a 92, I believe to 89 win for Syracuse and, uh, just in a 91, 89, I think. And it was just what a remarkable, remarkable game and unbelievable competition. Um, you know, the, the the first one that was at the Dome and the sellout, and Duke is now the new Georgetown. And, oh, my God, the crowd was unbelievable. If you remember, um, it was a back-and-forth affair, went to overtime on a last-second three-point shot by Rashad Suleiman. Beheim later admitted that he had wished he had fouled, uh, the orange got a new favorable a few favorable calls. If everybody remembers, Jabari Parker had a fifth foul, no foul on Rekene Christmas block blocking overtime. Uh, some of the calls went down uh, the stretch, uh, you know, Duke's way as well uh, at Cameron. So uh, you kind of, you know, you kind of trade those out uh, a little bit. But um, I- I'll tell you what, those games, you know, you just sit there and you're in the moment. You're in the moment. You're in the moment. You're like, this is amazing. Look around, this is a mo- amazing. And now when you fast forward you know, eight years and here we are and Coach K is retiring. And I'm here to tell you that I can't wait for that last Duke Syracuse game in the dome with both these Titanic coaches going up against each other in Bayheim and Coach K. I just got actually a couple hours ago uh before I recorded this, uh just got a stats gig to work with ESPN for this game and I am so pumped, um, you know, to 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 do this game and to be there. I'm so excited and so lucky. Um but I just think with Coach K, man, I mean, you know, the the word I, the couple of words I think of with Coach K, you know, impact and elite, you know, with his entire career, there there aren't many across the landscape of sports who have achieved and accomplished what he has. And just like Tom Brady and, you know, just like a lot of others, I mean, I'm going to miss him. You know, I really am. And I know there's a lot of Duke haters out there. Most of it is just, you know, people who aren't Duke fans. Um, they hate Duke for, you know, the jealousy part or the winning part. Um, you know, the brand part. A lot of people hate, you know, the slapping of the floor stuff. Guys jumping off the bench all the time. There's a million reasons why people hate Duke. Uh, and yes, I said jealousy winning. Well, a lot of the jealousy comes because of the winning. I get it. Um, you know, but jealous not just... Jealousy, it's not just the winning part. I mean, it's the brand. It's Duke on TV all the time. Uh, it, some of it's Coach K. Um, some people get Duke fatigue because of that winning. I've never been one of those people. I've always enjoyed watching Duke basketball. Uh, when they're on, it's appointment television through the years. Uh, some of those great Duke teams in the early 90s, late 90s, were a fabric of probably, I think, the, the best 10 to 15-year stretch in the history of the sport um, you know, from 80, I don't know, eighty-four, 84, 85-ish to like, you know, 98, 99, somewhere, 2000, somewhere in there. I mean, you think about all the things you had. You had the return to Kentucky under Rick Pitino. You had that unbelievable 96 team that beat Syracuse in the championship game. You had those Duke teams in the early 90s. Uh, one of the greatest teams of all time, maybe the greatest team of all time, to never win a championship was a 99 Duke squad, right? 98, 99 team with Trajan Langdon and Elton Brand and all those guys, they lost to UConn and Rip Hamilton and, and Ricky Moore off the bench and, and Jake Voskull and Khalid Alameen. Um So Duke is, I, I just always loved watching him. I just, I have loved um, watching the games at Cameron. Again, I hope I can get down there. Um, and, and Coach K is just, deserves so much credit for what he did. I mean, Duke is the premier brand program in college basketball. And it has to do with Mike Krzyzewski you know where they go after he retires nobody knows but man impact elite influential all those words come up with mike shishchevsky uh class you know just an unbelievable career unbelievable career 1189 and 365 is the record as i record this 97 and 30 In the NCAA tournament, Uh, I would love for him to get to a Final Four in his last campaign. Five national titles, 12 Final Fours, 15 ACC tournament wins, 12 ACC regular season championships, three College Coach of the Year Naismith Award. Um, I I tell you what, man, you know, Basketball Hall of Fame, College Basketball Hall of Fame, all the gold medals in in USA basketball, remarkable. I'm going to be sad to see him go. I really am. I'm going to be sad to see him go because it's going to be an end of, of a real, real era. You know, it, it is. And my final thought is, you know, John Wooden's 10 championships, Um, you know, five, five is kind of close to 10 when you compare those eras. If Mike Sheshewsky had like one or two, I think people would be like, oh, it's a landslide. Wooden, wooden, wooden. Then you look at the ACC. You look at the competition. You look at the way the games change. You look at the expansion of the tournament. You look at the one and done. You look at all those different things that have been hurdles for Coach K to jump over. You look. You look at every single game. Everybody wants you. Everybody has. You have the bullseye on your back. There is no program in college basketball, okay, that people want to beat more than Duke. There isn't. Maybe there's a little Kentucky. Maybe there's a little Kansas. But it's Duke, right? And so you're living with that all the time too, like the pressure. Uh, to succeed, the pressure to win, right? All those things. And, you know, for him to do what he's done at Duke, and by the way, taking over the program at Duke, similarly to how Nick Saban took it over to Alabama, they were not, you know, necessarily a premier perennial power, like, you know, week in, week out, et cetera. Um, you know, and then he forms them into, into that after a couple of rebuild seasons, just remarkable stuff. So, Congrats to Mike Shashevsky. Hope he re- really enjoys retirement. Hope he gets on TV a couple of times to break down the game because nobody knows it better than him. But uh, wanted to do a podcast appreciating the great Mike Shashevsky. Mike Lindsley with you here. It is the ML Sports Platter all over the major platforms Spotify, Google, Apple, Stitcher, Deezer, and a heck of a lot more. Make sure that you do go ahead and visit our title sponsors website, stanleylawoffices.com. Stanley Law Offices together. They'll work to get you the maximum award. A big time thanks as well to your State Farm agent, Matt Graham, Ken's Auto Detailing, Bowers & Company CPAs, PLLC, and our great, great friends at Welch & Company Jewelers. A great time to shop for jewelry this Valentine's Day season. It's at welchjewelers.com. The best showcase around. Necklaces, bracelets, watches, wedding rings, engagement rings, and more. Welch & Company Jewelers is the official jewelry store of the ML Sports Platter. Thanks for listening. Hit me on Twitter at Sports, and as I always tell you, enjoy the games.